ya nada vale, solo la pena es un pasazo y un pasado bullicioso que arrasará tu maldad. Y tan solo por quererte me llevaste al fracaso y hoy arrastro esta amargura que me agobia sin piedad. Bien recuerdo aquella noche que mi brazo locamente Seguirme hasta morir, pero todo era mentira y te creí ciegamente. Ya ves todo lo olvidaste y yo apuro mi sufrir. ¿Quién no hubiera presentido que eran falsas tus promesas? Engaños y traiciones y hasta mí. Gastarte mi dinero y pagarme con tristeza. Aquí estoy pobre y vecino porque todo lo perdí. Hello, Adam. What was up with that song, Chico? I love the way he sings. It's like oh. the way he goes like and gets out of tune a little bit. And oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, he makes that word obsession sound so cool. I love it. Cool. How are you? How is everybody? Hello, everybody. So, did you enjoy the song too, or you were like, meh? Um, I was like, meh. Okay. <laughs> it was interesting, because I was like, accidentally, actually, I was coming from the market, and I must have hit something in my Bluetooth headphones as I was taking off my mask. All of a sudden, music came on, uh -huh. and it was Grease playing, which is a weird coincidence, because I hadn't yet seen the video, which you mentioned to me later 
Uh-huh. But I've been thinking about making cortinas with Greece music. And I was like, this is weird coincidence. And then it jumped to this song. I was sort of in a shuffle and I'm like, oh, I've never heard this song before. And I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, I think it was interesting. I don't know. I don't know. There is definitely better ones, but there was something about his singing that mm-hmm. was very endearing to me. Like, um, yeah. Thanks, Jackie. I think it's awesome too. <laughs> Potato Poodle uh, also really liked it. Poodle. So they changed something about the settings on my Podbean hosting um we gave console. five hours <laughs> yeah it was five hours everybody no they don't let me see who's calling anymore what yeah it just shows like engagements it's weird i don't i don't know what it means i i because i don't open this unless i'm doing something so um I see. it tells me how many people are listening but it doesn't tell me who is listening anymore so i can see weird. it on the app there's yeah. a little arrow that takes me, I think. But sometimes you see more people than I do. So we'll see. Or we won't see. <laughs> or we won't see. Oh, but... shit. Uh-oh. Sorry, I turned on my phone app to see if I could see. Anyway. I'm so glad that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like technologically uh, crippled these days. Well, we are. You are getting a new computer. That's exciting. I am. It's sort of a, a necessity at this point. Otherwise, I I, I gotta see. say, I took like one of your classes. I mean, I took your class yesterday, but I couldn't really see the screen because I was laying down. But um, your Milonga class last week, it was. It is difficult because you're out of sync, and I'm impressed yeah. that you still retain so many students, considering your <laughs> video quality and your sound quality are so out of sync. I think, yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, that was one of the worst mm. I've had. Um, as I think, I was the worst class I gave to, and also the syncing was off. So either like the syncing got off because I was a little off, or uh, in terms of like my teaching, you know, if I like made technology mm-hmm. get shitty, no, it's like I think when technology you're having technological problem, it starts affecting the way you teach a little bit through that, sure, yeah, hour, which is get, annoying. And yeah. I'm trying to like overcome that feeling. <clears throat> uh, and in general, I've been better about it. I'm like, if there's nothing I can do about it, I'm just gonna push for it. Um, well, people pretty people are pretty patient in general. Yeah. Um, myself, not so much, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to be like I have to always every class remember to give a disclaimer about the video not syncing because it's really like, um, even with your computer when we did it, it was a little off sync. So with mine, it's mm. uh, even more. So at times. <clears throat> So why would you? Why did you think that the class was? I mean, aside from the fact that the 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 technology was having causing you issues, why why didn't you think it was one of your better classes? Uh, because I changed format a little bit that day, and I um, started with a. I kept it at almost. It just was just one thing that we covered in half hour. Mm-hmm. Usually, I cover several things that link, and it builds up. 
And I decided not to build it up because every time I want to build up to the step work, I run out of time. So I decided I just focus on the step work instead and the musicality of it. So I felt uh, people who took classes before caught on faster, of course, because they did the build up classes and the other people took a little longer time. So there was a bit of discovering that, like what I could have done to make that flow better. Well, I am sore from your class yesterday. You are? Awesome. A little bit. Where? My stomach, because I don't do enough sit-ups. <laughs> awesome. I love hearing when people get sore from, like good sore, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, it was nice to do the class out in the backyard. Yeah, it was Look so envious. Yeah, that was so nice. Every time to see the outside view with you, that was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but everybody, uh, like during the Philly Festival the other weekend, I was monitoring some classes and uh, in, the, in the class with Carla and Octavio, the first class that was a, mm -hmm. the whole weekend, um, he was totally not able to be on video because his he was out in the middle of nowhere in France and um, oh, yeah, everybody's I was there in, in... For that class, yeah. Sorry? I was there for that class, I remember now. Yeah, and, and everybody um, was pretty patient understanding and and all that stuff so that's good yeah and i think every one of us have been through it it's one way or another like the i sometimes say the zoom gods better be with me today um well even so. this show got cut off several times you know <laughs> <laughs> well and that too i felt like that was crazy <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's okay we're all learning yep it's like in general we have a problem with traffic and subway delays and that sort of shit. So there's always something. Mm -hmm. So what was your uh, how was your week? What'd you do? How was what, my week? What's, what's going on in the quarantine Which day world, are we Chico? On? <laughs> yeah, Oscar wrote to me this morning. He's like, "Is it today? I don't even know what day it is." <laughs> but he's gonna call in soon. Thank God we have this, otherwise I can lose track of like which day we're on. No, I had a really good mm -hmm. week. I have been uh I overexercised yesterday, which is I think not a very common thing to do these days. But uh so I'm a little sore too. I had two and a half hours of like workout yesterday, an hour and a half in the morning and then like an hour with you guys. Because I was a lot more on the computer the two days before that. I was like, I got to make up for this. Yeah. And that's a little stupid. Don't do that. I got Don't back into yoga time. again because I, after we danced last Saturday, I don't know what happened. My back tweaked out and then it just got worse over the last, you know, several days after that. So then I remembered how yoga was helping me in the past. So I started doing it again. And then after like the second day, it was totally fine. So oh, good. do yoga, everybody. That reminds me of the time we were in Buenos Aires with, um, uh, what's his name? The guy with the walk, um, the student of Mingo, um, not, Gabi, not, Gabi and Nati. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, at the end of the class, you were like, Adam has lower back pain. Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> and he like looks at us with his like deadpan, no expression <laughs> face, like, 
Joga. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, well, you know, I tend to show up every day at class at three o'clock, hungover as shit. Maybe that would have something to do with it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't warm up. I don't prep. I drag my ass across the streets of Argentina in 110 degree weather, completely dehydrated. And then I practice in the Rosques and, and Lapises for an hour and a half. And um, that might also After have something to do with the fact that my back is to... killing me. Exactly. Yeah, right. And After leaving Lavaruta at 6 a.m., wasted and <laughs> then sleeping home. for three hours. Yeah, exactly. I, I always laughed at how, like, whenever we walked to those classes, the way they would be so, like, ready, dressed up, energized, like, ready to go. And we mm -hmm. were, like, drag our asses into that. Dragging class. our asses in there. And they would just laugh at us. Yeah. In part because we, you know, when you only have so many days down there, you want to cram as much in as possible. Although this last trip, I didn't cram much in. Yeah, we did a good balance of things. We still did yeah. a lot, but yeah, it was. Wow, Oscar just balance. sent me a photo of his dinner. I want to talk to him about it when he calls in. It looks amazing. What did you have for dinner? <laughs> well, um, I've been eating meat every day for the past. Um, 37 years. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I eat a lot of meat. So today, and I, and I have this like tracker that I wear that gives me my sleeping, you know, that thing I wear with that Dr. Mike wears and Tiffany uh -huh. wears one and a few other people we know. And it tracks your sleep schedule and all that shit. And it also asks you questions every morning when you wake up and one of which is like about your diet. And I'm realizing that, you know, because I'm always answering these questions, like, you're much more aware of certain things. Like I'm, yeah, I definitely hydrate much more now because, you know, I know like this thing's gonna ask me in the morning, like, did you hydrate? How much water did you drink? So I always feel like an ass when I'm like, well, what's water? Um, <laughs> and then the other one is about like your diet, you know. And so today, anyway, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna eat meat today. And I had yogurt and granola, and then I had um, pasta, and I I cooked up. You know how you buy mushrooms in like those little packages of like. Uh -huh. You know, they're full, you know, those fucking mushroom packages. Well, I I ate a whole package of those in a pasta sauce. Never had that many mushrooms at once in my life, so I have no <laughs> idea what I'm in for. Um, but then Sharon takes some asparagus and wraps it in bacon like a candy cane. And Ew. just before the show, she came out of the oven, and then they were fucking amazing. Because so, the asparagus, like, soaks up all the fat of the Bacon. bacon. So the actually the flavor of the bacon is extremely enhanced at this moment in this method of cooking. It tastes like bacon times ten. You guys like wrapping everything in bacon, don't you? Sharon loves wrapping a lot of things in bacon. She makes um <laughs> That's it. those poppers. Let's not go into details. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know what goes on with the bacon here, man. Yeah, um she wraps like we make like this poppers, you know, the jalapeno poppers sometimes. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she wraps pears in bacon and bakes those. That's not a, not a big, I mean, that's okay. But yeah, she likes to put bacon on in, in everything. Nice. Anyone else who wants to call in and share with us what they've been cooking or eating, please do so. We still have three lines open. Just wanted to put that out there. Three lines open. Yeah, it looks like Oscar made a guacamole. 
He fried some chicken. He looks like he breaded it. And there's some french fries here that I'm sure oh, nice. he did not make these french fries himself. You never know, man. That man's a good cook. How do you know that? I did make the french fries myself. Fuck what you. The fuck? You didn't make these french fries. <laughs> fuck you. Did you cut these up? Fuck you. I don't think were he made you, those french fries himself. You, you chopped these fries up. <laughs> yes. You, you chopped these potatoes. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> when did he cook for us, Chico? When we you went to 421 Manhattan Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Their uh, apartment by Colombia with Manu. Remember, Sergio was there? The... You guys yeah, went to a completely different address. Yeah, I'm trying to finish my sentence. I thought so, Manu uh... made that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you have something to say, Adam? Anywho, no. that was totally up. The chicken, the chicken was not breaded, and the fries I made myself. So the chicken is not entire... breaded. Shut the fuck up. Nope. <laughs> what the hell is it? It's just spices, and then I, I once I've uh, roasted it, I broil it so it it crisps oh. up. Wow. Oh, nice. And so, what do you put in your guacamole? I see onions. I see looks like cilantro. So here's what happened. The reason why this I was gonna make ceviche, and the reason why this happened was so I I I've been ordering my food in from Whole Foods, right? And so they deliver. But sometimes I don't know if it's a problem with. how they see your order or how they maybe interpret your order. But so things like avocados, right? You can buy mm -hmm. five single avocados, right? And you say, I want five avocados. But avocados also come in packs. And so I bought, and I actually double checked because I was like, what the hell happened? Five avocados. And the shopper they gave me five, five bags. bags of avocados. I have 20. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, they're all super ripe. So oh, I have to eat fucking 20 hours. So I was like, well, I guess <laughs> this week I'm going to make everything. Exactly. I was like, I need to, you know, uh, make avocado. I'll have an avocado-based diet this week. I fucking uh, love avocado. So, I mean, I, I love too, avocado, which is fine. But, I mean, that's a lot. So I, like, I put them in the fridge, like, right, right away. So, you know, to make them last a bit longer. I made a bunch of guac. Uh, I ordered... I put I put in another order today for like uh, chips, you know, tortilla chips, so that like I can just snack on chips and guacamole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I wake up. I have avocado toast a lot for breakfast. That's I'll be doing that. I mean, yeah. I've got twenty avocados. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a lot of fucking avocado. <laughs> I mean, but here's what I don't understand. Okay, I, I guess maybe they get ridiculous. But like, who sees five and and their mind goes to what this person means is five bags of avocados instead of? I would imagine the more reasonable thing is this person wants five. Why would anybody want five bags of overripe avocados? Well, there's a couple motives there. One is that Whole Foods wants to get rid of their overripe avocado, so they. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we could easily, but I, I doubt that's really what happened. I think that the the shopper just, you know, thought but maybe the shopper you thought you're having a party. 
Well, maybe. But like, not we're not doing that anymore. No, like, you're not having a party. But I'm thinking he might have, he or she might have thought you're under quarantine. You want to stock up for a while, and maybe they don't have experience with avocados, so they don't realize that they're. I personally, I was gonna say, I would never buy anything like an avocado without physically being present because I'm very picky about my avocados. Yeah, oh, stop I, I used moving. To like that. You're driving me nuts with your background noises. Keep doing it. <laughs> So, like any produce, I would have a hard time buying online because I worry. Yes, that. I was like you until you know our current life started, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe <laughs> it's not the end of the world if I let somebody else choose. And you know, from time to time, I guess I get twenty avocados, <laughs> all of which are super ripe. <laughs> That's like being one of the part of those like one of those farmers market co-op things. They just you know you just have to take whatever they have because you pay a monthly. Uh, Fee and then you base your diet on that. I know Sabina does that. I That's just, essentially what happened I'm to me this week. I'm just amazed that you're actually eating on the show. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm starving. <laughs> this is I'm like sorry. one of Chico's biggest. It's pet the hardest ever. thing for me to hear anyone eat. <laughs> there's a name for this. It's like a disease or something. A right? disease doesn't it? You're a disease. It's Chico. some That's sort of a phobia. <laughs> Right? It's some sort of a phobia or something. That... It's a thing. I know I read about it because yeah. I couldn't believe it at first. Every time you were like, I can't hear. Like every time. And then you told me about how when you drive to Princeton with Rob and you want to like throw, jump yourself out the window. <laughs> no, when like he would, not every time, but when like anyone eats nuts and carrots or something and like he loves eating that stuff, of course. So uh, after a class. So I don't want to say anything because we're driving together. I don't think I ever even mentioned it to him. Uh, no, that's not something you would mention. I'm sure that's why I brought yeah. it up right so now. Huh? What did you put your microphone in the other room, Oscar? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and well, like, if we were that. sitting and eating together with Oscar, I'd be fine right now. But because it's in a headphone in my ear. Well, I don't like hear anything a, now, Oscar. Like, I don't hear. Yeah. Threw his microphone out the window. Basically, <laughs> we lost him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to uh, share some good news since there's so much shitty fucking news going on in the world. Uh, this is good news for me. Yeah. There is a very strong chance that the NBA will start at July 31st and finish the season. Ooh. Nobody on the line Hold seems on. to give two fucks. Uh, Bruce just sent the name of a, the phobia, Chico. It's called misophonia. Uh, yes, exactly. That's the mm -hmm. thing. Um. And hold on, are they going to do that in the Walt Disney thing? I was reading, is that the NBA that's going to happen there? Uh, in Orlando? I didn't hear anything about Disney, but that seems to line up. They're going to be in Orlando. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's where they're going to do the thing, I think, that I was reading today. Mm -hmm. Oscar so, back? Oscar's I'm, calling. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Did you finish eating? Okay. No, obviously not, because Chico was like, ah, how dare you eat? <laughs> how dare Dude, you I'm also your hosting, you know this, hosting new... this, and there might be other people like me listening. I need to protect my kind. I got an idea for a new segment. I want to start right now. Oscar, you ready? What? I want you to eat 20 avocados right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to give us a play-by-play. -play. And talk yeah, as you're eating it. 
and so, like I, rub I, I against your mic. Okay, something's <laughs> up, guys, with the mic. That's Oscar moving around. I know. It's we can't hear him. Is it me moving around, or is it that I'm outside and there's Some, wind? Something's oh, maybe yeah, it's your wind. Now you're outside. How the fuck are you just eating? I'm on a balcony. I was eating on my balcony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it's the wind then. I kept thinking like you're rubbing against your mic. I love was... rubbing against my mic, Chico. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, so your your twenty avocado eating contest. So when I was in high school, uh, we had a yearly hot dog eating contest in my dorm, and we had two. Uh, there were two categories. One was the sprint, which is how fast you could eat five chili dogs. And our dorm head, his wife would like make the chili. It was amazing. I, a kid one year brought in a blender, took five hot dogs, chili dogs, put them in the blender, blended the whole thing, and just chugged it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had the marathon, which was how many hot dogs you could eat in an hour without puking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I mean, you you would see it in people's faces, right? You would start at like half an hour in, 40 minutes in, and they're just like, <laughs> and of course, you know, trash cans everywhere because very quickly oh. people started puking. Well, there's a technique similar to that I read about a long time ago to get people to quit smoking. What they do is they make you just smoke as many cigarettes as you can within like two hours. And make you sick. And make you just sick to your stomach, yeah. I mean, that kind of works. So, so when I was in college, uh, and I was back home in Denver one summer, I went up and met some friends who were, uh, they were at Boulder, at CU Boulder. And I went and stayed with them for a weekend, and one night, so back then we were underage, and they were like, oh, we'll, we'll go to this place, they don't card. Uh, and so, of course, this is a place where what you get is uh, literally, like, basically, like, potfuls. I would say pitchers, but these were bigger than pitchers. These were, like, pots. <laughs> these were giant pitchers of uh, margarita mix. Hmm. And we went one night. Uh, I got so drunk that I couldn't have tequila for years. Like, the, just the, the smell of it. I was like, yeah. ugh, ugh, I can't. Uh, and it was Manu who got me back into tequila, actually, because he loves it. And he was like, you have to, <laughs> we have to drink tequilas. <laughs> I also I brought the mascal. I also, yes. um, when I was in high school, I went to a, I, I like forced my way into a party at somebody's house who didn't like me, and I brought a bottle of really cheap tequila that I, that I stole from a grocery store, and I drank like the whole thing. <laughs> And I ended up puking all over this person's house, which was really bad because they already didn't want me at their party. And um, I just remember like walking home in the snow and for years afterwards, I could not even be near tequila. It was just really bad. But then you grow up and you do that more often and you get used to it. Oscar, what the hell are you doing? There's a lot of background noise. <laughs> I'm so curious. I wish we had a video of like what the hell is going on. I'm sure it's not that interesting. It probably. No, I was isn't. literally removing my headphones so that I could hear the I'm honking. I was gonna have a white. I was like, I'll remove my headphones so that I don't have a. Well, why don't we just play this game?
You stop eating for two minutes. Play the show. I have a feeling like if I was listening to show, I would go crazy right now. Because all I'm hearing all right. is static and like mic yeah. sounds. All right, let's okay. do this. Sorry. I need to okay, I will. I will stop eating. I will just sit outside and drink my beer. Don't sit outside because you have wind or something there. Oh, fuck. We can't hear you. All right, we'll, we'll sit we'll... inside and drink my beer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. It's so prescriptive. It's like, call in to I want. I hear all the rules. I want you to. Listen to this. I after want you we to tomorrow get on it. the post to then listen to this because it's crazy loud. Awful. <laughs> all right. So we need two more callers to play this game. We're not going to tell you what the game is until you call in. Oscar's the host of the game. And he's annoying us, so if you hurry up and call in, then we can get him off the phone soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't please help us. Help no. us play this game no. fast. So we need two more callers. We can't tell you the game until after you call in. You have to trust us. It's a fun game. Hello? Well, people are asking guys. questions, but nobody is... Nobody's taking the plunge. We might well, see this game works better later when people have had no a few drinks. Gabby is there. Gabby, Gabby come and join the game. Or Bat. Or I April. Bruce. Anyone, guys? Uh, Adam can't okay. see you there, we but I can Stefania see you. Jackie's there. In. Hello. Ciao. Hi, Hello. ciao. How have you been? Hey. Good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Nice to hear Hi. your voice. I miss you guys. We Are miss you, you too. City? Yeah, I've been in the city for nine weeks. It's the longest I've been in one place forever. <laughs> 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 but um, I'm supposed to go to either Texas or Arizona in a couple of weeks for work. Yay. Oh, wow. How are you? Yay, wow. Are you going to fly? Yep. I'm so ready to fly, honestly. You are? That's yeah. Nice. I miss airport, lounge, plane, hotel, traveling. It's yeah. like, at this point, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I feel you. Like, I'm uh, getting very... I'm trying to just, you know, be patient with everything and, and you know, but I am missing things more and more every day. Hey guys. People say Me like, too. hey Jackie. <laughs> People Hello. say like, oh, we don't want to go back Hello. to normal. And I don't know what normal means, Hi, but I know that for me, flying and traveling and seeing friends is, is something that I'm missing a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's Jackie hung out last weekend. Oh yeah, you were, you came up to New York. That was nice. That's true. That was very nice of you. I'm Jackie, ready. How are you? I'm ready for a game. Hi, Jackie. Good. Can you hear me? Can, a little bit. Yeah, you can be a little louder if there's oh, any chance. See. Okay. I have my try to turn my. If you can have up. it closer to your mouth, maybe. Okay. How's that? Oh, that's great. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So here's the game ladies and gentlemen and if you want to write in you can write in since our phone lines are now full oscar is going to start a story uh -oh. and we're going to continue the story 
So it's just a little creative improvisation. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready, I think. I mean, yes, you don't have again, to get ready for much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give us something good, Oscar. Oh, now, now I'm not ready. It was all fine. It's just like, ah, oh, now you have to give us something good. <laughs> oh, you can do it. You can do it. Um, okay, so there were once three roommates, all of whom had uh, different superpowers. Uh, so first you had, uh, I don't know, we have to give him names, Sarah. And her superpower was uh, she could tell who had farted when someone had farted. <laughs> and then you had... Sarah would never be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> She's been giving me weird looks all day long. <laughs> so we take on from here or you continue? Actually, no, that's a good place to stop. Who, who's going to go on for the next two superpowers? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, so Sarah had a roommate named Roger who had the most... Um, his superpower was his, his sense of smell. Ooh. Well, but it's like Sarah. Well, this was the conflict between their relationship here, you know. Oh, um, he could smell anything from any distance, so he had to train his 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 nose to um to, to he could discipline his nose on what smells to uh to, to to smell at a given moment. It was like a it was like a homing you know device, and he used it for his uh his business, which was next. Well, next, which was. Uh, he worked, Roger worked <laughs> in a very uh, big chemical factory with a lot of smells. So his superpowers of smells mm. uh, made him excel in his job. Uh, but he had a problem of like he would get, because he had such good skills of smelling this would create zits on his face very often uh so they had a third roommate with superpowers whose name was charlie and charlie was the one and only zit popper of all times <laughs> that was his superpower Okay, was there a fourth roommate, or can we make a fourth roommate? <laughs> it's your story now, Jack. It's your story. You you want. Exactly. Oh, Could be okay. a friend. There was a knock on the door, and somebody said, I want to move in right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, um, Roger, the zit boy... <laughs> the canary in the coal mine was the reason why he was so valuable. Highly paid, um, but dangerous job. 
He relied on Charlie. Charlie was his life-saving force. He popped the zits every night when Roger got home <laughs> from his hard day of work. Charlie benefited because Roger paid his rent too. And this uh. made Sarah extremely jealous. And Sarah, as you guys all know, is the person with the fantastic fart knowledge. And she actually <laughs> could distinguish who farted in the apartment. Now, this created some friction, though. And I'll leave the story there. But it got worse because one night somebody knocked at their apartment door and this beautiful lady walked in because she had a superpower too. And her superpower was seeing stuff. Like, you know, people that can see stuff with through wall and, st and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So she got inside the apartment and she basically make a mess out of the whole situation because she was like, you can see who fart and you are taking care of his debt and you are doing this and you are doing that. So a whole shebang happened, huge mess, huge fight, all the superpower were clashing. <laughs> and <laughs> so it was a very interesting night and they all decided to chill out to use their superpower in a better way. And that's uh, is the good end of the story. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's over. I guess the story's over. <laughs> it, had, it had to end somewhere. Oh, <laughs> She's Italian, man. She needs a good ending. She's like, I better end this shit before it gets worse. Before it really gets bad. <laughs> Chapter two episode. Exactly. <laughs> now we had to do chapter two after the big fight. <laughs> chapter two. <laughs> uh, wow. No, I think that's good. No, I think have... that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we can continue. <laughs> I, you know, so when we st when Oscar brought this idea up many weeks ago, we did it. We did this at the end of an episode. All of, I think most of us had been drinking a little bit. The story got really weird. And yeah, I was listening. I was listening. Yeah, and it got really long too, which was cool. But um, I thought it would be fun to like have a have like a saga. You know, they continue week to week. Yeah. And then you got sick, Oscar. I think, and you were. Yeah, that's when I got you, sick. You were down for the count for yeah. quite a while, so. Uh, anywho, we and could always... And we're running uh, out of energy to come up with stories by the end of the show, so this is better. Yeah, but we can always continue our chapter two next week if we, if we like. <laughs> or we can start a new one. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's but, a um, new one. Who knows? I, I was Thank I you. was thinking of a, of a fifth roommate with another superpower already. I'm <laughs> <laughs> curious. I want to know. <laughs> what the superpower was? Yeah. It's going to have this, the power to have the clothes fly off anybody. <laughs> so you can see someone <laughs> all their clothes would fall off. 
Uh, well, that's boy. definitely to be continued. <laughs> definitely, you know, yeah. I'm gonna stew on that for a week and come up with some exactly. really stuff. And, and I'm gonna, gonna think it's story next week. And I'm gonna if we're gonna see if Roger has it all over his body. Uh, <laughs> Charlie's there. Charlie saves. Oh, this is gonna be a great story. There's so many things are are so many storylines are already uh, happening. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for introducing right. this game, Oscar. Yes, thank you very much. Um, we're thank gonna you ask. For playing, ladies. Sorry. Adam. Yes, thank you for playing. How are you guys doing? By the way, how's your week's been, Jackie and uh, Stefania? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, good. You know, I had to build a new website, and it was torture, but it's finally sort of not Is it up? done. It's up. Oh. It's up. Yeah, it was down for a couple of days, and I panicked because I've had a site for years, and my company that I love just went out of business, and. I had no. to scramble to find something else. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What's so your I, website? Uh, well, it's JackieClarkArtist.com. So you have all your beautiful painting on your website, uh, Jackie? I, I like a minimalist website, so I have some. Uh, I have, you know, I just got started, but it's pretty. So I got it up. You know, it's better to have. If you have one page up, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it's it's pretty enough to it can sit there on its own. I don't have to. Bake I'm gonna it. check it out. Oh, thank you. And um, I love your so artwork. So that and K dramas. Okay, I've completely uh, Korean dramas has gotten me through. <laughs> so I'm. I don't know if anyone else else out there is uh, watches them, but they're amazing. North Korean or South Korean? Uh, well, South Korean. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but yeah, you know, it's uh, South Korean. They're really quite good. So crazy good. Anyway, but I am going to uh, jump out and let someone else take my seat. And okay. Eat. Yeah, I was trying to see. Yes. I was trying to see how to hang. How do we hang up? There's a button you used to call. I was like, I'm trapping this conversation. What if somebody wants to join? <laughs> Same no, button you okay. used to call. Ah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh yeah. But little... thank you so much for calling. Yeah, bye guys. Really see you next bye. week. Ciao. We're gonna, bye. We're gonna have Pablo Ciao. join us now. Okay, I'm gonna hang and, up too. Uh, love you guys. Oh, love you, Jackie. Adam, thank you so to, much. I have to tell you, Adam. Your, huh? That little video of you uh, made my day. I, I broke out laughing out loud. It was so cute. The one from today. Yes, the one today yeah. where you're, I, you have so oh. much talent. I just can't get over it. <laughs> what was this? You have to watch it. I don't want to spoil it. But it's on. You posted it on Facebook? Yeah. It's on this is the, the one I just posted, right? Yes. Okay. What, what did you um, post? The one Rod made. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fucking it's hilarious. Adorable. You gotta check it out, Oscar. Yeah, check it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will. Everybody I check will check. I will check it out while I finish eating, since I was prevented <laughs> from, from eating. <laughs>
Everybody listening now knows do not call while you're eating. Yes. Um, but Pablo, even if you are eating, you can call us now. We're ready for the musical guests. Um, Oscar, are you joining us still or are you going? I'm, I'm going to go eat. Uh, I, I may go later, but I, I I'm starving. You, like, I haven't eaten anything. I love yes. you too. I love both of you. All right. Bye bye. Keep listening. Bye. I will. Bye. Ciao, man. Hola, Pablo. How are you? Hola. How are you guys? Good. good. How are you? Welcome. All good. I'm not eating, by the way. Just <laughs> thank you. Ago, so. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, thank you for the invite. Yeah, it's an yeah, honor to have, have you. Um, we have to clear one thing up. How do you yeah, pronounce your last name? <laughs> Where I, we I don't close? know. I, I, I don't know. But um, I'm can still I guess? trying to figure it out. Yes, you can guess, please. Um, Pablo Lanuguere. That's great. Yes. Okay. I, that's I, how I usually say I, I usually say <laughs> Lanuguere, but La, Lanuguere. Lanuguere. I, I, don't, okay. I, don't, I don't care anymore, you know? So you, you can call me however you want. It's fine. So is there a story to the last name? Um, or a history? History, but, <laughs> that's what I know, yeah. I, I don't know much about it, you know. it's I know that it's French, uh, mm -hmm. but that, that's it. Um, I, I don't know I much about it. <laughs> French, like, making it hard on us all. <laughs> yes, I, I, I don't... I don't I don't know a lot about uh, about my my father's side, you know. So uh -huh. I'm more related to the story of my mother, who mm -hmm. the background is Italian, like very close. My grandfather and my grandmother were Italian, mm -hmm. so I, I know more about that than the Lanoger thing. But um, yeah, you you can pronounce it like there are many many ways to say it, but <laughs> I, I guess all of them are fine, you know. So I'll you say have. Um, Sorry. You have mother from uh, father mother's Italian side, father's French side. Yes. And you're raised in Argentina, or were you raised here? No, in Argentina. In Argentina, but you live yeah. in New York now, right? Yeah, I moved. Uh, it's gonna be seven years. Wow. I moved seven wow. years ago. Yes. And uh, and your uh, mom is still in Argentina. I'm guessing. Yeah. So all my family uh, is in Argentina. I'm here with my wife and my kid. Uh, the rest How of the old is your kid? There. I did not know you had a kid. Yeah, I I have a four-year-old uh, boy. Wow, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Uh, his name is uh, Roman. 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 Oh, Roman. Cool. That's awesome. Is there any story behind that, or did you just no? Pick I, just, that? I I just like the the name. Uh, uh -huh. There there's a I shouldn't say this, but there is a famous. Um, soccer player who's called uh, Roman Riquelme, which I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan, but actually it's not the, it's not the main reason I, I chose that name, you know, but it's one of the reasons. I uh, see. Is, does he play in the, the team that you support? Yes. Which is? <laughs> Boca. Ah, Boca, okay. Boca Juniors. Oh, man. I'm sure you missed the games this year. Yeah, I miss everything. <laughs> what did you think about the what did you think about the controversy last last year with the um the player the fans throwing the the crap on the bus and injuring the players between Boca no, that, and River? That's crazy. That that shouldn't happen, you know? Yeah. No, I'm against that. 
He should have because I, I heard I heard prior to that, like in another year, uh, it, the opposite had happened. The other team's fans had also done something similar. Yes, and everybody was trying to justify, you know, the behavior in one way or another. It's crazy. I mean, it's just soccer, you know. They should put all of that energy in the field, you know. It's there's nothing to do. What are you gonna gain by throwing yeah. a rock to a bus? You know, like nothing good is gonna come out of that. Yeah, I I was <laughs> astonished when I met Chico because Chico's from Turkey. Um, uh-huh. I didn't know much about football. Um, and I was astonished because growing up in the U.S., we have our three main sports, basketball, baseball, football, American football. Mm-hmm. And you go to games and you see fans in other jerseys and you don't really acknowledge it. You don't say anything. You don't yell at them. You don't do much. They sit next to you. You talk with them. And I remember Chico even told me a story once. You're t- the, you were with um, your ex, Bob, I think. You said you went to your first baseball game and you were terrified because you saw like opposing teams, fans – in the same crowd as the other team and you thought there was going to be like a war or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, in Turkey, like you can't take change with you uh, like coins to the game and like the two teams, they enter from two separate entries. They do not share the same side of the stadium to sit. Like there'll be fights. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's so amazing. So it was amazing to me is... that you can have alcohol as you watch a game and like sit next to the opposing team and like it's like a family time and it's just wow i was so surprised yeah yeah and it's amazing that this is not specific to one country with football this is like every sort of fan in the world i mean because i hear the same thing about you know the stadiums in in argentina and the stadiums in italy and the stadiums in all around the world you know, seems like football fans are just kind of yeah special in that way. Yeah, I don't know why. No idea. It definitely is the same in Argentina. Definitely, <laughs> you have to be careful. You know, if you take a bus, you have to be lucky. You know, to not be to not find the, the opposite team on the same bus as you because you're gonna be in trouble. You know, <laughs> it, it can be crazy. So you know, you must know a lot of River fans, right? I know a lot. Yes, I know. So, and, but I, I'm not that a fanatic right now. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. care actually anymore. I really like Boca. I really support Boca, but I'm not a fan. Like, I'm not gonna get enough into a fight because uh-huh. of soccer. You know, he he's not a fan addict. Um, I'm done eating by the way let me see do we allow him back (laughs) Um, speaking of like just you know crazy uh, soccer things so when I lived in London one of my friends lived right across from the Arsenal Stadium Mm -hmm. and there's this tube station that stops there and they had like a fence inside of the station that would separate for the games, people who were coming in for the game from everybody else and to separate fans. So you would like, you would be in the station, but you're literally like being herded through like you're, you're in the same, you know, tunnel, but the tunnel has like defenses separating people so that, 
you can't have, right? Imagine a fight breaking out inside of a tube station uh, well, where people are also, you know, trying to, you know, go places or whatever. So they just, just had fences. Yeah, no. Well, Chico, you remember the time I was in Izmir and we were at the Tango studio and I remember one night I looked out the window and in this particular street, it's like a pedestrian street. There's no cars. It's all walking. It's all restaurants and stuff. But it was nighttime. So nobody's out. And I hear this commotion and I look out the window and I turn to my left and there's nothing there. There's like one guy walking in like a red and uh, it was a white and red shirt uh-huh. with like a little yellow on it. And then I turn to my right and I see like hundreds of people wearing black and white jerseys and apparently what chico told me was like oh she's like oh shit that guy on the left is from one team's fan and those other guys are like a mob from the other team and i just i proceeded to watch like this mob this guy like he looked like an ant stuck in a a tube like he, he you see this guy in this red and yellow jersey Darting from left to right, trying to figure out how to get off this pedestrian street, but there's nowhere to go because it's just storefronts. And you just see this huge mob coming, and they just rip this guy apart. And the worst part about it was the team that won was the mob. That's why. But they still <laughs> so beat the shit out of so the They got so much adrenaline, like they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh Pablo, God. do you remember, or maybe all of you have seen this, but I said Pablo because it's an Argentine commercial for Coke years ago. This guy who's trying to get into the football game and he realizes there's a huge line to get into his teams. So he puts on a shirt for the other team and he sneaks in and he goes in with the opposite side. So he starts watching the game and he's... And his team scores, and you see his eyes like they shot him up close, and he's about to go, goal! <laughs> and then he starts, Coca Cola! Because, like, all the opposing <laughs> team members are like right next to him. And it's like so amazing. It's like the best commercial. Yeah, One of the things that's, that's crazy is that. People don't behave. I mean, there's still obviously some some you know violence, but not to the same extent when it's national teams. So one of the things that to me is is crazy about soccer is that most of the violence has to do with teams, and it's actually a lot less violent when it comes to countries. Which you might think it's different, but like you don't see that yeah. degree of hostility uh, when countries are playing each other. Right. It's only when teams are playing each other, and you're like. And sometimes teams from the same city, and you're like, "These are your neighbors. What are you, like? Yeah. What are you talking about?" Like... <laughs> well, then it makes more sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Pablo, you. I hope played... your neighbors aren't listening. <laughs> no. So, Pablo, you played. Uh, you just came out with some music with uh, Los Peores, correct? Yeah, we recorded uh, an album. Uh, we are still in the process, actually, but uh, there uh-huh. is a single that it was released. Um, yeah, uh, Stratos has been working on, on that material. Um, Where uh, did you guys record? We recorded in a studio in New Jersey, uh, the, the studio of um, Luis Baquet, who is an engineer from Argentina. He's uh, really specialized in in tango and in jazz music so it was 
perfect, you know, for this project. Nice. So we are really happy. That's How great. recent was that? We we started recording. Uh, I guess it was last year, like November, but uh, then we continued recording uh, some stuff, and we still have to to finish actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, okay. have you guys been able to practice remotely? No, that's really difficult. I I haven't found a a platform, you know, to do that yet. Uh, Frank Flowers you know? did. But right, Ben Bogart yeah. system, I don't know, like we can share with you. I don't know if it would work for you guys, but. Uh... Yeah, uh, we had somebody on the show two or three weeks ago and they played from separate locations through um, some sort of system that allowed them to be in real time together. Like there was no delays. and. Uh, wow, wow. Yeah, it worked really well. Sounds so... great. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah we can we'll send you that, that info. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so... Will yes. you share something from that? Yes, you've sent us three. Released? Oh yeah, um, what are we? Yeah. List? I, I'm Sorry. gonna. I, I sent you some files from my music. It's not from Los Peores. Okay. I, I don't have a Stratos permission to share. Music, <laughs> I <you know>? see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I sent you um, music from uh, my my album as a band leader, and then. Um, Another song from a collective group that we have with uh, some friends that you probably know, as Emilio Teual, Sergio Reyes, uh, Fede Diaz, yeah. the whole Argentinian gang. So you have your own quintet, no? Yes, you? exactly. Okay. okay, so this is that. Exactly, it's a different Bo- group. Okay. Two pieces are from that quintet, and the the other one is from the uh, Colectivo Tangente. All right, cool. Which one would you like us to start with? I will start with the Vals para olvidar. Okay. Cool. Can you guys mute yourselves during the song? Sure. Good idea. And uh, this is from Pablo's Quintet. Vals para olvidar.
Yeah. Woohoo! Wow, that was amazing. Well, thank you so much. Wow. I'm glad you like it. So, who composed that? Uh, I did, actually. Um, Beautiful. The, the, the three pieces I, I'm sharing with you tonight uh, were written by, by me uh, the last two years. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been writing a lot of music until the pandemic started. Emiliano <laughs> 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 was saying the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But I think we, we will come back to that one day. So, yeah, I think um, I'm, aside from, I felt like we were on a really good trajectory in terms of the numbers going down and the cases getting smaller and everything getting more contained. And I think we are, I think we're heading in the right direction. I mean, it, in, in terms of that, not in terms of other crazy shit happening right now. Yes, so, of yeah. course, I agree. So I we agree. could, you know, consider even in the fall, late fall, maybe early winter, having some sort of careful get-togethers with, you know, music and maybe even <clears> dancing, <throat> who knows. But we shall see. We shall hopefully, see. Hopefully, hopefully. Yes. So, Pablo, you played, like, uh, jazz and tango, right? Yes. Were you trained as a jazz musician originally? Yes, I, I went to college uh, to study jazz, but I've been playing like different, like several styles mm -hmm. uh, my whole life. Uh, even now, I, I, you, I mean, you know me because I, you see me playing tango with different groups, but I also play with a salsa band. Uh, I play, I play some jazz, I play with a rock band, like I do everything I can I to, to survive, you know? Yeah, well, that was going to be my, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, that, that, that's common in, in, for bassists. I, yeah. I believe that Pacha will agree with me. I see that he's hearing us. Yeah, so, he's here. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, like, I mean, a, a bandonian player plays tango and maybe some other stuff, but mostly tango but for a bass player i mean we have more room you know to explore and play other stuff yeah so that's what i so, do so i have i have a question for you as a, as a bass player because so in jazz yeah. for example the you know even bass players get uh get a solo right and yeah. and as they're improvising right every single instrument gets to improvise and i've always yeah. wondered why like, especially since you write, have you ever considered writing like a variation or something in tango where the bass is the lead instrument? Um, yes and no. I mean, in, in usually in the pieces I write, I always try to find uh, a moment for every musician. You know, like always I want us like a, a moment for the musicians to, to write. So, uh, like the tune that we should he hear, um, I, I play the melody at one moment, you know, mm -hmm. uh, then it's the piano, yeah. and then it's the violin. And I always try, try to do that because uh, I think it's, it's beautiful. And then you, you give motivation to the musicians, you know, like they really want to play the song, they, they, they're going to have their moment. So, I always do that. And then, like, more specific to tango, um, I have the, the luck to 
play with musicians who allow me to improvise. Like uh, when I play with mm -hmm. Emiliano Messies yeah. at his orchestra, I always have a solo. I don't ask for it, you know, it's there. Yeah. I, I always have fun, you know, I play uh, whatever I can. And, you know, it usually happens. Uh, with Stratos, it's the same. Uh, they always give me a solo in a song or two. So there's always a moment. It's yeah. not the same as in jazz, like in every song you're going to have a solo, yeah, yeah. but it's it's there, it's close to it. You know? mm. And so is it, um, I've, I saw that you played at Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, this and that. How easy is it to be a musician in New York and like get to play in like, and, and I'm not saying they were necessarily the best places to play in, maybe, but they are like world-renowned places. And then, of course, I saw on your bio that you've played pretty much all the cool jazz places around town as well. Like, how easy is it? Because well, like, you've been here for just seven years, and that seems like an amazing achievement. It's, it's not easy. Uh, it wasn't easy for me. Like, my first... 10 months were terrible. I, I didn't, I, I think I did two gigs in my first 10 months and then I started playing, you know, word, word mm -hmm. of mouth. Like you, 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 once you start meeting the right people, you know, and everything works and they recommend you and it starts to happen. And, mm -hmm. um, but it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, but if, if you work and you practice and you're, committed to the to the work and to the projects people call you you know mm -hmm. it's not only it's not only about how well you can play it's well, there are a lot a lot of stuff involved also you mm -hmm. have to have a good energy uh, if you bring conflict to the to the rehearsal of to the gig that it doesn't work people don't don't look, don't like that you know uh, but um I mean, you, you can make it work. It's not easy at all, but it, it's possible. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel lucky that I, I, I had a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And, but I blew a lot of other opportunities, you know, like, and it, it keeps happening. But I, no matter what, I, I keep working and doing my job, you know? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's... You've done amazing, it looks like, and that you're working hard at it. That's all I know, you know, if you work hard, you can make things happen. Uh, even here <laughs> in New York, which is super scary at the, at the beginning, but it's possible. You know. It's like everything else. I'm also guessing a lot of it is like personal relationships too after a while, right? Yes, uh, that's like key. in yes. tango too. It's like you meet people, you create good relationships, and then that circle grows. And exactly, the word of mouth happens. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree cool. more. What's our second piece? Okay, I would like to play um, "Era Ora." Probably this piece is gonna be the, like the most. Uh, unconventional for you guys, but I still want to share it with you. Perfect. Cool. Here we go with Era Ora. Oh. 
Hold on. Let me start that over because I fucked up. <laughs> Here we go. Wow. wow. That was intense. <laughs> yeah. That, that felt much more jazz to me than tango. What would what why would you consider that more tango? Well, um it's uh I, I understand why you you hear it that way, but um because probably it's more um how to say like more contemporary. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's inspired in a piazzola piece, you know. I called, I was just gonna say called, it sounded so like piazzola. To me it's too. inspired by a yeah. It's a, there is a piece called uh, Ora Cero mm-hmm. by Piazzola, and it's um, it has the same spirit. I'm not saying that I, I I haven't stolen anything, but I was 
inspired by the piece, and that piece is very contemporary. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I happened to add the drums to this mm. project, so then you you have that jazz side yeah. coming from the, the drums, I guess. Change, you know? Did you change the time signature throughout the song? No. No? no. Okay. I thought I heard Just something. Actually, yes. Actually, at the end, at the end, there's a time signature change. But, okay. Um, just the, the very end. <laughs> I I thought about uh, Star Piazzolla's music throughout too. Like it remind the pace of it too, especially the song reminded me of some of this stuff. Uh, so I'm glad we guessed the inspiration. Okay, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what does the name mean? Just oh, no. Same. I was just you know play, like playing a game with Ora Cero because it was my inspiration, and I just changed it to Era Ora, which means it, it was about time, you know. Uh-huh. But it, it doesn't have like a profound like meaning. It's just a a game. That's good. Hmm. I'm sure. I, I wish I had a better story for names. that name. No, but no, but I, I feel like it's a really story. cool story because it's like an yeah. homage to the to the inspiration. Exactly. It, it is. It is definitely. It is. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's, I it's not as good as, as the avocado story, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Oscar, maybe we can... you could come up with a better story for Edo. Well, for now year. I should find out who who <laughs> fucked it up and be like, "Look, your fuck up actually turned out to be great. Everybody uh, thought it was a great story." <laughs> <laughs> send wall, send Whole Foods a thank you note. And like twenty uh, pounds later. Uh, exactly, it's like get... I mean, it. I gained twenty pounds of avocado weight, but it was all worth it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was uh Sharon and I went a few years ago to visit my brother uh, in Berlin and his girlfriend, and we drove up to the Baltic Sea one night. He got. My brother used to own a restaurant, and, and he got uh, a lot of free perks and shit. And um, one of them was like a two nights in this really super fancy, sort of like hot hotel spa. And we drove up, and we you know we parked the car, and we go in, and and we're like, you know what, let's live it up this weekend. This is on the Baltic Sea; it's amazing. And so we go downstairs one evening for dinner, and they have this like two medallions with potatoes and asparagus, you know, for like sixty euro on the menu. And I'm like, fuck it, let's, I'm just going to get this. So I told the woman, you know, and, and she's, you know, we're in Germany, so obviously she doesn't, maybe may not speak the best English. And I say, I'll take the two medallions, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> she comes over with two servings, four medallions, 120 euros. I'm like, fuck. And my brother's like, that's on you, dude. You can't, you can't send that back. That's all you. <laughs> You fucked that up. <laughs> you totally did. I was like, what the hell? I mean, it's just... Uh, all right. But you would also think she would ask. Like, yeah, well, I mean, if there's a language barrier and somebody, you know, she's maybe she's shy about asking you something in English. I don't know. So. Yeah, if you had ordered in German, that's one thing. If you ordered in English, yeah, you also, I, I mean... <laughs> yeah, anytime I'm traveling abroad and I don't speak the language and something's wrong, I always take... I'm like, I'm just like, I'm eating that. That's fine. <laughs> so, Oscar, next time you go to Whole Foods, you should speak in Spanish and see what yeah, happens like... with the avocados. <laughs> you get well, the thing bags. is that... So, Amazon has like... A, a really good 
like return policy with this stuff. So like if they scrub the order, like they'll essentially give you your money back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean it's fine, but I I mean I don't want to throw out twenty avocados. So like now I gotta yeah, eat it. No. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, I'm okay, excited Pablo. about this third song. We have one more song, and this is from your other group with Sergio Reyes. Um, you said and. Who yes, it's that? Sergio, Sergio, Emilio Teo on piano, Fede Diaz on guitar, and on this one we have Bandonion, and it's going to be Leandro Ragusa. Mm. This is from a, a project we we started last year, and uh, we and uh, like every everyone brought a piece, and we went to a studio and did a, a recording, and we released a couple of videos that you can find on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I think it's really cool, you know, and it's going to be, the, the, from the pieces I sent you, it's like the more tango, you know, like more traditional, even though it's not traditional tango, but it's the closest. Excellent. Great. And it's called Por Si Las Dudas. Por Si Las Dudas, just in case. Mm.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is the hardest so thing about. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I usually music. play that effect more often, but since I'm playing the music from my phone as well, it's hard to jump between. <laughs> There's so much. That was cool. That was nice. That was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, that was awesome. So Mary and I have this thing where when we're dancing, we always talk about when songs don't end with a pom-pom that you like when they just go pom, that you're always like being like, that they're stealing an extra step from you. Because you're like, and then like when the song ended, I just thought of Mary, I was like, oh, he's one of the thieves. Ah. <laughs> Don't yeah, it's do essentially that to a joke, dancer. you know. <laughs> it's, it's actually a joke, like uh, we sometimes do in some milongas, uh, but it's, it's just a joke. I know that you guys are gonna notice it, but it's just oh, you know, so like, you fuck with we, us. We're just gonna have fun, you know. No, no, I'm not making fun of you guys, but it's just like you know, I, I, I it's just I don't know, it's fun. But uh, yeah. if like you don't like, like it, I, I'm not going to do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, you should do it. No, you have it's to. phenomenal. And if there's yeah. a break sometimes, you should take the break longer. <laughs> so we're all frozen. That must be amazing <laughs> to watch people react to what you're doing. Like a whole group of people, you know? That's great. Yeah, I, I mean, I took the liberty of doing that because this piece wasn't meant to be danceable, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. But in, in a milonga, maybe I'd, I I would do it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I think we. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like you've stolen a, a beat from the dancer, and that's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, what they should do is like, like those kind of camera shows, like set up a like you know cameras from everywhere, and then just do it, and then take the freeze frame. Of how everybody ended, right? Because everybody was expecting an extra beat, and then you could just see how everyone was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like I was gonna do this other thing. Well, you end up doing the next thing anyway. Like Rodriguez always misses that last one, right? So years we dance to the same song. Still, whenever I dance to Rodriguez, if I'm leading, I have to remind myself, otherwise I will hit the last note that's not there. Hmm. <laughs> no, but that's why, like, if you if people are expecting it and right, and you just capture the freeze frame of that last note, you're gonna you're gonna catch some pretty funny stuff, right? Because everyone was expected <laughs> exactly to have an extra beat. Exactly. Like, well, that I don't happen. know the name of this song, but uh, there's a Canado song, and in it, it goes um, oh fuck, I can't even do it right now. You know the song I'm talking about, or my way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yes. And Ramu was DJing once many years ago, and he he edited that to just go on and on and on. 
<laughs> and he just good. sat up there, like like you would, Pablo, probably, just like looking at everybody, like yes, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Although Ramu is a very sweet, tall Indian man, he did he he looked more just like innocent and, and like amused than than. But, <laughs> but it was it was really funny. So so that that reminds me of a story that like it may be read like an urban legend, but. Uh, I heard this when I was in Buenos Aires that when like Pugliese was uh, you know playing and he would you know go and play in the clubs and the dictatorship was cracking down on milongas that apparently he was playing once and like the cops come in to shut it down and the club owner basically says okay can you at least wait for them to finish you know the song and apparently they agreed to it and then they went and told the orchestra, what was happening. And the orchestra just kept going back and kept playing. <laughs> so they never stopped. <laughs> and that the dancers basically like kept dancing and, and like they also figured out because the cops are there. And so like after a couple of repeats, people kind of figure out what's going on. And then it becomes a thing of like everybody against the cops. Right, so now like the players are just like also getting tired, and the, but they're like, you know what? Fuck you, we are not gonna get up the asshole. And apparently the cops just went away. They were like, like, but it was like forty minutes. So again, this might be like total urban legend, but I was told they said that uh, they were just like, okay, fine, we'll just keep playing. That's great. Uh, Wait, until they tired out the cops. Comparsita with Tarianza. That's like seven minutes or something. He no, I think like you're thinking it. of when when another DJ played the that version of La Cumpercita and every time there was one of those long breaks, they would pause the song <laughs> oh, no, for an extended amount that, of time. Yeah, I did not know that. Because I think um, we saw Murat and Michelle Robin maybe even give Robin used to do a... that. Huh? Robin used to yeah, do Robin that. Yeah, Robin loved doing that. But no, I'm actually talking about there's a video of Terianzo directing the orchestra, and I think it's like a seven-minute video. Of, it's just Comparsita. Oh, I, don't I love I videos of Terianzo directing because he gets into everyone's <laughs> face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like the singer will be singing, and Terianzo will be like literally like hitting the singer in the face nearly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pablo, exactly. I want to... Um... I don't want to take up too much more of your time, so I wanted to just say thank you for joining us and sharing your music with our audience and, and us. And if it there's is... anything else you'd like to share before you go. Uh, well, thank you so much, guys, for inviting me. It was really fun. Um, uh, no, it's just like keep keep going, you know? We... You too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I can't wait Have for fun. the new yeah. compositions. I can't yeah. wait to like you know when we're all back out at the Milong. I feel like the net once, however this manifests and however this ends, once we know it's like a hundred, even eighty percent safe. Fuck it, let's just say eighty percent safe. <laughs> the Milongas are gonna be so crowded for the next two years or so. I mean, I don't know if any of us are gonna stop going out every night for the longest time. It'll be great to see everybody in person. Yeah, it's um, gonna be amazing. And just like I just imagine like Tango Cafe or La Nacional just like packed to the gills. <laughs> it's just gonna be such a liberating feeling. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait. We're ready. Yes. We're ready. We are. Thank you, Pablo. Thank Pablo, you. Guys. Thank you very much. That was awesome. Okay. 
I posted his website in the comments, guys. Anyone looking to listen to more of his music, buy his CD, find his videos, please go to his website. Yes. Thank you, Chico. Thank you, Okay, guys. Thank you, Pablo. Have a good night. Good night. All right. Is it time to call the girls on? Yes, it's time. This, for the ladies to join us, they are out there. Okay. I, I will pop off. Ines and Gabby. Hey. Hello. Okay, How Oscar. Are you? Thank you for joining. Yes, Oscar. Thank you. Hi, Gabby. Hi, Ines. Hi, guys. Hey. How, are you? How are you? Oh, good. Oh, we have a serious, oh, have a echo. serious echo. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's me because my... Headphones, of course, just now died. Oh no! Is oh, it no. working? Oh, I think it <laughs> of oh, course, no. no? Hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm trying to uncork a bottle of wine, so I was preparing myself to do it right. No. Yay! 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 How are you? <laughs> Oh, I can hear your ties. <laughs> I know. I'm going to disconnect Gabby for the moment and see if that's coming from her. Check, check. Yes. Okay. I think, Gabby, if you're hearing us, try to find headphones that have, yeah, you can go. wire in. Let's that see. That will work better. Please. Hello. 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 Can you hear That's me? better. Yes. Yay. Yay. Gabby. Oh, well, it's just a present. I need new headphones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Definitely. We'll have it in mind, Gabby, for your birthday. My birthday is coming. I already asked you too many things, right? <laughs> when okay. is your birthday? Don't worry. It's in August. Right. It's in August. Okay. It's not that nearby, but as things are going, I'm just starting to plan it. To be inside. Okay, so <laughs> I will start to plan my uh, to plan mine because it's this month. It's twenty fourth. Oh, is it? So when guys, twenty fourth. Oh, yeah. all right. I'm a, I'm coming up next week on the seventh, so we're we're very close. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. You are coming at no. Mine is on nineteenth uh, August. Okay. Oh wow. You guys are all summer kids. Yeah, it's the best time to have a birthday. Well, it's winter, winter kids here. <laughs> oh, right, that's true. You guys are winter kids. Oh, and we can oh, another nice. year. We can go there and have a summer birthday. You know. Hell yeah. That's why I come there every January to celebrate <laughs> exactly. my birthday there. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing to do on birthday. Very smart. Yeah. Ines, are we drinking red or white wine? <laughs> Red wine. Mm. Red. Cabernet Franc. Ah, I'm a Malbec girl. Oh, Are you having some Malbec? Ah. Ah. Who's Malbec? He's got too long in quarantine. <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, my headphones. Sorry. I said I've been too long in the quarantine. Ah, uh, yeah. We've we've all been too long in the quarantine. <laughs> well, at least we were able to like get outside. You guys have been basically inside, right? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Mainly all the time. Like very inside. <laughs> yes. Whew. In and many so... different ways, no, Gabby? Like <laughs> not only inside our house, it's like inside <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For the last couple of months or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so well. <laughs> so it goes well with the winter though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true probably. But uh, I know. Pacha here says Gabby. If Gabby drinks too much, she stalks my Instagram. <laughs> how, how true is this? <laughs> of course he's lying. You already know Pacha, right? I don't have to defend myself. It's true. <laughs> but I have to say he's been a good friend this quarantine and we've been like talking a lot and sending pictures of everything we cook. So that's also nice. good to keep company in this. Yeah, he called us in last week or two weeks ago and he was cooking last meatballs week, yeah. and all we could hear was his dishes banging around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every week we need to now make a note of this, like no cooking during the show. What are you cooking, <laughs> you Gabby? What, what sort of things? Well, my my best thing this quarantine is that I've learned how to cook a real asado because I didn't know how to do that. So okay. uh, I asked my father to teach me. And so now I can prepare a proper asado, which is good. But I've been doing, you guys don't have like, I don't know how you, how you say that. We do a lot of tartas in it. Do you know what the translation would be for that? Mm, no. Uh, pie, maybe? Like some it could be like uh, salty pie, like salty you, pie, ham and jam, yeah. You don't like have a... it's not that traditional there, but here we have it with a lot of things. So I've been doing a lot of those. Is it okay. like a quiche, but it has a top as well as a bottom? Yeah, yes. sometimes you can put a top, and sometimes you cannot. I think the quiche has more like eggs, uh, eggs on it, yeah. and in this I one you. Don't need the X that much. I have a block from a, a, nice. a place that's, it's a New Zealand mini pie shop. So they sell like savory pies, like venison, steak, cheese, all these sort of things. So I used to eat oh. a lot of mini pies all the time before they shut down for the quarantine. <laughs> that sounds good. I learned how to do lentil soup, like red lentil soup. Maybe Chico, you can give me some tips for that because it's a Turkish uh, recipe. Mm. Yeah, Is that right? Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we you do. use any lemon in it? After. Uh, like to make the lentils? After, yeah. yeah. No. After. After, you yeah. After. Do, you put it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's something yeah. that Chico taught me. It was so delicious on top. You just squeeze some lemon on it and it brings out I always lemon. forget about that. <laughs> I would highly recommend. I eat too fast. <laughs> I would that's because you drink wine while you prepare it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then I'm starving, no? <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> Always wine, wine first. Hola, chicas. El chino. Hola, hey, chino. Marce. Hola. Hola. Hola, Hola, Marcelo. <laughs> hey, guys. What a gold luxury uh, guest you have in the night. Congratulations. Yeah. I know. We're so honored. This is this is the only silver lining to this quarantine. It's that we every week we can connect to people 
you know, all around the world. And I'm sure all of you are taking advantage of this too, to an extent, you know, contacting friends and family you probably haven't seen in a long time. And also just like getting to chill out with musicians that I would never normally get to chill out with. Unfortunately, um, Marcelo has to call us every week. And, uh, that's a little bit of a problem. Marcelo, we have something for you. Okay. I love you too. I have something for you. Marcelo, we love you, but we're sending you to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Isn't that fucking creepy? <laughs> it could be totally louder, but it's so fucking good. You can hear it. He's back. And he he back kicked out. me out, motherfucker. That's, that's the whole point. You that's just, the whole point of this. You just mentioned the Twilight Zone, and I have to confess that I've watched the four Twilight movies in this quarantine. I don't know what else to watch already. <laughs> I just watched Tiger King. <laughs> okay. Oh my well, god. I, so I watched Lion King, the new version. <laughs> uh, that's cute. What, the new version is like the real people? Did you make, yeah, Ines, with, Ines, well, did you make Pablo watch that with you? He chose it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so that's what he said but it's not true yeah. <laughs> you know he said love is blind <laughs> no but <laughs> Paul is complaining but yeah. uh, everything started because he started to show me uh, all the music from Disney movies mm -hmm. he started to play in the piano so mm -hmm. well uh, after that, we had to start to see the movies. Yeah. We had an after party. We Lion King. We had an after party <laughs> I think it's at a good Cafe one. recently. Sorry? Yeah. We had an after party at Tango Cafe recently, and we partied to the Jungle Book soundtrack. <gasps> it's amazing. <laughs> nice. Ines, you need to watch that. Like, the music is really the interesting. Music is but I the music is amazing. I had such a good time to that music. I have to watch the movie too. I haven't watched it. It's also okay. the new version of the movie. No, it's the old the version old one? of uh, the Jungle Book. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's I don't know. The music know. was was really. <laughs> Which song did I lose myself? When I was just going running around the room. Oh God! I have to what find crazy. it now. Crazy. I don't remember the name of it, but I wanted Chico, to... Chico, was it only just, just one? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Running around? And losing yourself and running around? <laughs> it sounds like you. Oh I, never, I, I never do that. I think it was right. this one. <laughs> Hold on. Oh yes, this was the song. It's amazing. Gabby, we should dance on, on music, like swing. Oh, yeah. you're right. We should improve. We should improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we did basically to that song. Mm -hmm. We danced Lindy Hop. Yeah, we've been. Good. You danced Lindy Hop. A little bit. A little bit. I want to get. We did. Remember? Yes. Chico. Yes. Of course, I remember. All of us. I watched Frozen. Like, you know? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? You guys are all watching these 
children's movies and stuff. Adam should not the show again. He watched Frozen. He needs to go. I have the power. I've, I watched Frozen and Pocahontas and for a lady too. So it's okay. I understand you, you Paulo. I, I try. I did my best to try. I try. <laughs> Well, Coming back to the, huh? to the Lindy Hop, we've been taking lessons with Ines last year, doing an exchange for tango lessons with a couple of friends. And we should be dancing by now, but we're still not able to do it, I think. No, no. no. Today we were trying to review the basics, Gabby. You missed it. <laughs> I missed today's lesson, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Pablo, how did you do it? Pablo did very good. Yes, it was very nice. I don't know where Pablo is now, but... Uh, I'm reading him, but I, yeah, I forget he cannot talk. He's in the bathroom commenting. <laughs> yes. I <laughs> knock the door and ask him. <laughs> so when we were just visiting you guys had started systemic sis oh my god that's Lami a tough Longa. one right yeah it is tough sismica i was gonna call Yay. it systemic systemica it could be systemica sismica systemica sismica um and how long has that been going on before you know before what's happening now though uh well, actually it has been we, going on. go ahead Ine. No, no, we are running the Milonga for, this is a, this was our third year, mm. but uh, it's only happening during the summertime. So we finished on time, like we didn't have any problem with quarantine or something like that. Mm -hmm. We finished in the end of February and everything was wonderful and perfect. Uh, well, and after all the things going on. <laughs> we were still but, free. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We'll so it's be a back. It's a seasonal event. Yeah, it is a seasonal event because then in the rest of the year, uh, we're usually traveling. And so we, we organized this milonga along with Nicolas Franco, mm -hmm. that's a violinist, violinist player. He directs Sismico Tango. He used to play with El Cachivache and a. So we're not the three of us together in Buenos Aires, maybe like for the rest of the year together at the same time. So it's difficult to keep up with the same uh, proposal that includes live music and performances and uh, lessons all every night. So we just prefer to do it like 100% during the summer that we know we are here in Buenos Aires and the rest of the year we all have our projects right i see that's nice to have a varying schedule you don't have to be at the same place every every week for the whole year changes yeah it's uh, the it other day a lot of pressure mm -hmm. yeah yeah no no the, the the other day i was thinking that uh i'm this uh, this is my second year in in Milonga Sismica because I started one year later. Uh, Gabi and Nico invited me one year uh, after they started, 
And I was thinking, I'm running in a milonga during the summertime. And I started, well, I, don't, I didn't start to dance in that milonga, but I started to join milongas in my mother's milonga that it was also summertime only. Mm. And I just realized like a few days ago <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> so curious. I didn't know that, you know. Yeah. She was running a milonga like uh, was an open air milonga every summer uh, during from December to February. So uh, it's in La Terraza. La Terraza. Ah, I heard of that. Never been though. Yeah. Uh, I think they stopped like, I don't know, 12 years ago or something mm. like that. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. All times. <laughs> so it's in your DNA. You can only do it summertime. Yes. <laughs> but I can, you know, I can travel, so I can do it in some other summers. <laughs> Not only in this summer. Smart. That's cheating. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gabby, that was our project actually first for July. To do I know. Mika in Berlin. Yeah, oh man, we were supposed to be in Berlin, right? Actually, it was supposed to be like this month. I don't remember. Next month, in the beginning, first weekend. Yeah, we can still do it. (laughs) I cannot feel how the time passed. I know it's so amazing. It's it's moving so slowly yet so quickly at the same time, and every day feels like the same fucking day. (laughs) <laughs> it does it does that's so crazy so yes it's like we are in a pausa yeah yeah uh, until this this finish i don't know yeah i read an interesting article that somebody some researcher doctor somebody was saying that in 20 years from now and 10 years from now when we look back at this time it's for most people it's going to see you're not going to remember it very well and it's going to seem very short because it's so it's so similar every day hmm. and so mm-hmm. like consistent um even though i think like right now we are we're feeling like it's taking forever and it's it's just really dragging on which it is uh, i just thought that was interesting because then i look back at parts of my life in the past and i think like yeah i don't really remember much of time <laughs> in my life when nothing was happening you know like i remember certain things that happened i'll remember this time of course forever but i don't think i'll remember it exactly the way I'm experiencing it. Yeah, absolutely. I, it really does feel like Groundhog Day. Did everybody watch that movie? Mm-hmm. If you haven't, that's a good one. That's the newest one on your list, ladies. Groundhog's Day. Tell Pablo. <laughs> I will okay. write it down. <laughs> it's, Bill it's Murray. Good. It's ah. Bill Murray. So it's a good ah, movie. yes, yes, yes. I know. Pacha is making the translation here. <laughs> yeah, I just read it and I'm Thank like, you, oh Pacha. yeah, I know the title now. Right. My English is kind of rusty, you know. Thank you. Guys, yeah. does yeah. happen to you that that you don't, uh, for me, happen that I don't know what day is it. I don't know, it's Wednesday, it was Thursday. There is a, a couple of days I didn't know really what day I was. I feel confused. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I think it, it happens happen to all of us. Marcelo. It doesn't happen to any one of us. It's I mean, wait. just you. <laughs> it's just you. There's a problem with you. I think in a couple of years, we will feel that 2020 didn't exist like properly, right. you know? Like... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. This, it's, 
it's crazy to have this same feeling that you were saying, Adam, of like time going really slow, but also really fast at the same time. It's like we're in the middle of 2020 already. Right. And it's like, yeah. what have I done we... with 2020? <laughs> Nothing, you know? It's like... Nothing. <laughs> yes, of course. And, and yeah, we didn't do anything yet. And it's so weird because like... I, I remember it, yeah, but... Things, <laughs> yes, I will remember it. Some things feel very far away. and Like when we were in Buenos Aires in January, that to me seems like years ago. And but doesn't it also seem like yesterday? Exactly. And then, yeah, you know, exactly. I was just talking about something that happened. You know, I talked to somebody about, oh, yeah, last week this happened. And then I realized it was yesterday. That wasn't a week ago. That was yesterday. That made me feel nice. I'm not the only one with issues. <laughs> yes. Well, I think a lot of it is because we base our memories on like visual cues. Like I remember something because I was at the subway station when it happened and I saw this person walk by and they made me think of this thing. And, you know, all of, like a lot of my memories at least are associated with a lot and of other visual stimulation be around me. And you're living different things daily. Like it's not this, uh, it's not so standard. So like we don't also cook every day this much. So now like we cook and we put leftovers in the fridge and then we forget if we cooked it like 10 days ago or two days ago sometimes because it's just like, oh shit, like mm -hmm. this has gone bad. Because like, it's I've just actually, always repeating. And like I've been said, writing dates on the food ago. that I buy, dude. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I feel like a Midwestern really? housewife. I'm like, I'm like dating food when I buy it, so I know if it's like gone. <laughs> Come on, dude, eat it. I did it before, Adam. I feel so bad. <laughs> I did it before quarantine. <laughs> And also the funny thing is I eat, I eat a lot. No, 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 but I eat a lot. So it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I eat a lot, so it doesn't make any sense to date the food because I will eat it in two weeks anyway. Anyway, yeah. Marcelo, so all of this is making you feel better? Yes, I like to see how other people are suffering too. Make me feel <laughs> You're such a nice person. Yeah, charming guy. <laughs> hey, Marcelo, are you in Buenos Aires? Yes. Where are you living now? I am here in Buenos Aires, yeah, in Urquiza. Ah. Ah. Oh, okay. I'm in Saavedra. Oh, my Lord. We're neighbors. We can change so food. We can... We're neighbors, but we still don't get to see each other. <laughs> <laughs> so close and so far at the same time. We is have there been a seeing... new date for the city to open up? Because you guys opened up for a week and then it closed back up, no? Yes, in 2022 we will be open. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. Well, yeah. I think uh, tomorrow they will announce if uh, we continue with the quarantine, if we change to some rules. I don't know. Tomorrow is the day, no? Or Friday? I'm not, I'm, I think it's Saturday or Sunday, isn't it? Isn't it during the weekend? <laughs> Marcelo, oh my Lord, please no. help us. <laughs> <laughs> I think, that, I okay. think that tomorrow will tell us that we are going to be free in 2024. And then okay. 2024, they're going to go to tell us to 26 and like that. Exactly. Uh, okay, but tomorrow <laughs> is the announcement. We agree with that. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not 100% okay. sure. 
No, I mean, but I think I I really think they are not going to open it. Yeah, I'm not sure either, guys. The 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 deadline was Sunday. Yeah, do, do you know the funny thing, guys, for the people who is listening in the States, is that the whole the rest of Argentina is having parties, is having asado, is coming back to normal. And the only ones that they are really locked down is Buenos Aires and around Buenos Aires. So this is yeah. interesting, too. But the thing is that Buenos Aires and, like, the, the city itself is where most of the cases are. So that's... That's part of why is it like that still. Yes, also because 50% of the population lives here, more or less. Right. Not such a federal <laughs> country. <laughs> yeah. It's in and the Constitution, that's... but it doesn't really happen that way. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for your five questions? Oh, yeah. Uh, we still have to do that, right? <laughs> Five questions. Five questions. Five questions. All right, it's time for five questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Are you nervous? I'm nervous. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, well, I always, I always like to, I ask, I tend to not ask the deep questions that chico likes to ask so i'll I'll start off something simple but i do ask this question a lot um so you guys can each answer you know obviously you'll answer separately i'm gonna ask the question once for both of you and then you guys can each answer um what is the wait what what's going on marcelo am i gonna have to kick you off again <laughs> Come on, Marcelo! I'm getting what, more nervous. What is the? It's not me. Uh, <laughs> what is the most interesting um, scar you have, and how did you get it? Hmm. Ine, you want me to go first? Uh, if you have an answer, yes. I do, because it's, <laughs> luckily, I do. The first one who has an answer wins. Yes. Um, okay, so I have, I have a scar in my, um, how do you say it? Near my pelvis, like in my stomach. Pretty mm-hmm. big one, because I was operated when I was a baby girl, when I was one month, and then when I was a year old so i did have that scar with me my whole life and it really never bothered me because it was kind of part of me since i had memory you know but then i was like in my 20s i think and i had this idea of like oh i should try to get it smaller or something i don't know i was a teenager i guess and so i went to doctors and asked to like would be the procedure to have it like make smaller or something. And she told me, you know, it's not really going to look super better. And if you have no problems (laughs) with it and you will need to be like for three months, not dancing at all. So I just stood up and said, oh, thank you. I love my scar. Goodbye. So (laughs) I have it with me and I keep dancing. That's it. (laughs) 
it's like a and... birthmark. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. yeah, basically, <laughs> it is a birthmark. Yeah. Yeah. How How old were you, Gabby, when you get that scar? Uh, first, I was one month old, so ah, it was all of my year. belly button, and then one year. So it was two operations, really. Ah, now it's smaller okay. because I I'm so tall that it the scar <laughs> becomes smaller. Pretty, of course, pretty small. Yeah. So maybe the scar made you stay short. Have you ever That's the reason. That? Not the yeah, my, that my parents are exactly <laughs> my height. <laughs> she cannot lie. No. <laughs> Gabby has a well, big I... personality, so. <laughs> I think we, Chico, Gabby, and I, we have all. We are all part of the same team, no? Yeah, we are. About the, yeah. the same tribe. The, the super <laughs> <Yeah>. team. <laughs> yeah. Big personalities. <laughs> Fantastic people. Uh, I have exactly. only one scar. <laughs> like, you can see only one scar on my body, so it's on my knee. And I did it um, biking. And the funny thing was not how I did it, is what happened after. I had to make a like very formal performance the day after I did my my scar so I had to perform with the uh, you know the you said the uh, media red I don't know the name I don't remember oh I don't know can can yeah, like, ties the, the, like the, the one that you use the net the panties the net, panties? net that's right net panties uh, net with, stockings uh, fish, fish nets Dice panta. yeah fish nets uh, with a big white thing on my <laughs> on my knee to cover the scar and to cover all the the mess that I did biking <laughs> one day before. So it was quite funny. And then I had a hole and I still have a hole there. Uh, <laughs> I bet the fishnets got stuck on that when it was so fresh. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I had to choose in that moment. So I How put something. Just, that's amazing that you have only one scar. I have feel like I have five thousand and eighteen scars. Wow! No, I. One I'm intrigued, Chico. <laughs> I don't know why because I'm. I I have this problem that I'm constantly hitting things and I'm kind of torpe. I don't know that word in English either. Uh, Pablo, Pablo. Clumsy, clumsy. Clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> Super clumsy. I am too, clumsy. but I get mm. results. I get scars from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. How did you two meet and decide to work together? What made you want to work with each other? We met in TTD, Gabby, right? Through TTD, <clears throat> we met in the Milonga, of course, think, because we see each other. But I think, I think the I first think approach the... was through the association. Ah, huh? hmm? Gabby, Gabby. Sorry, Gabby. I have well, a bad I... connection. Say, I'm back. I think you maybe. Are, okay. Yeah. yeah. You are. Yeah. 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 Um, so we met through a 
Tango Workers Association, and I was working already there, and Gabby joined the group. So we met there, and we became friends. And after that, we decided to pack all the men and work together. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Good decision. Absolutely. Yeah. I support that. No, no, it's yeah. not true, but we were not dancing with anybody like fake couples. So we decided, why we don't have a, our own lesson? And we started to work together. <laughs> Nice. So I need to and say something about up. that because uh, something that uh, Ines said, and and I can uh, I can respect that effort that uh, she was doing. She's one of the most active uh, professional dancers that is promoting unity in, in the dancing uh, community, and that uh, yeah. foundation or organization. That she's mentioned is doing very nice things for the tango dancers. The tango, tango, uh, how is the name? How it will be in, in English? Tango Worker Workers Association? Association. Yeah. So what's the how? What does the association do exactly? Yeah, we don't have that here. <laughs> yeah, you should. You it's important. So how does it work? Tell us more about it. We were this be our third question, Adam. No, this okay. is a part two of the second question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since we started working, like I think we we came to face three main um, targets for the association to work on. One is our rights as workers and our conscious as workers because um, especially here I think it's like many of the um, it's like because we love so much what we do and it's for people it's just dancing it's not taken care or acknowledged as a proper work so most of the times it's not well paid and your rights as a worker are not respected. So mm -hmm. part of the, um, the, um, the ideas of the association is to protect the workers and also to create conscious between ourselves first and with the rest of the society afterwards. And then to keep working in our Pedagogically, I always have trouble pronouncing that word. How do you say? Yeah, me too. <laughs> that exactly. <laughs> in, in in our pedagogy, um, learning and process and development for teaching tango, because tango is, of course, a popular dance, but it also has a lot of uh, pedagogy that's been developed through the process of teaching tango. So we think it's important to share that and to keep investigating and developing that. And also to make tango get to the rest of the society and keep the community growing. So to do that job that is not properly done or we think it's not properly done by the government. So we think it's our task to also focus on that. I see. Did it's I need something? Sort of like a union. 
it's like a yeah, union yeah, yeah, in a way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we're also working through the union of Argentinian dancers in general with other dancers too, not only I tango. See. So that we oh, also wow. create this bonds between us. Starting to get stronger because I think one of the good things about this time is that people have more time to get into meetings and get together and work for the community and starting to acknowledge that it we are going to survive through this. It's together. <laughs> so right. yeah. that's the part of yes, it. and we and we need in these times. Well, before, of course, we need we need it, but um, we need to create like a community, like a strong community, like going all together in the same direction, or mm-hmm. most of us in the same direction. And this was something that uh, in the um, like in the workers' side, uh, it was not built. We we were a strong community as dancer, social dancers, but not not as workers. So yeah. we need to build that part. We actually we are building it pretty good during this quarantine, right, Gabby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big troubles, but we are working a lot. That's good. I mean, it's great to, yeah. to take the most of the time that you can and do something productive with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So are yeah, you involving, so how are you in, involved? Maybe we'll use this as the third question. How are you involving other people? Are you, how are you reaching out to get more people involved, I should say? Maybe it's necessary to build, um, we started to think this pedagogic uh, uh, like to uh, improve a little bit more in pedagogics because we we really think that sometimes the way we we show the the tango we teach tango is not so open or is not so friendly for everybody. So one of the things that we need we think that we need to start to change is the way we. The the way we uh, we approach people to the to the dance, no. Uh, it, this is one of of the things, and and the other thing for sure is to start to to see if we can like I don't know find young people in our community, like bring people bring young people to our community. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because tango is beautiful, but sometimes it sounds a little bit old music. It's not that easy for some communities mm-hmm. or yeah. for some ages, no? So it's interesting to start to think about how we, we what kind of tango we show to them uh, to, to make them feel more like closer to us and not that far. Right. So if we mix a little bit, maybe we, we don't know. <laughs> we don't have the the recipe, no. Uh-huh. But we try. I don't know, Gabby. What do you think about it? No. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I don't know if if like I think that that's the part that we think about and that we're trying to work on to get more people to come into tango that don't know about tango. But then uh, we're also working a lot into getting the the tango workers to 
work collect collectively and to work into getting the making the community better not only for making it bigger and bringing new people in but also for um, creating uh, better places for us to work or better yeah. working options you know and for that we're uh, since the beginning one of the things that was agreed on was that we wanted to be an association that worked like horizontally horizontally how do you say that Horizontally, uh, and, what did you say? Yes, horizontally <laughs> mm -hmm. and collectively. So we do, I think nowadays it's like once a week, opening, uh, open meetings for people to join in and bring their ideas. And the idea is that you have an idea or like something that you think it's important for the community, great. We need your body and your hands on in that project to make it work. So. Yeah. We're trying How to really make it grow together. Yeah. No, it's great. How many members are there right now? It's hard to tell because we still don't have like a, the list of members. You don't have to sign in because we are still working on the legal papers to, to have that option. So nowadays, like it keeps changing. We have a group of like maybe... It, before the, the quarantine, it was around 10 people that were super active, like organizing the activities, but then we have a lot of people participating in each activity, but it, it keeps changing with the activity we made. Mm -hmm. But now I think it's about like maybe 20 that are being super active in organizing the activities that then are open to the rest of the community. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's really important to have something because we all work in this weird business where some random people from some city can reach out to you and say, Gabby, Ness, I want to bring you to, you know, wherever, San Diego or some city. And you don't know these people. You don't know where you're going to stay. You don't know anything. And we all do this on trust, you know. Right. And, and sometimes... most, most of the. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I would say most of the time it works out very well. Like but there's sometimes when either somebody cancels on you last minute and you, you already held that weekend for them, so you lose money because you didn't have a job, or you get there and the situation is like, Oh, you can sleep there on this weird fucking thing or something and you know, there's seventeen dogs. Oh, I hope you like dogs. I have seventeen dogs. Or you know, I don't eat I don't eat anything with food in it um you know i only eat lettuce i mean there's like all these weird things we walk into and we really yes. don't have a lot of um organized sort of like i i i think it would be important for you know us to come together well, i mean you you're coming together in, in argentina and like but anyway like you know even the teachers here in the u.s or however we would approach it but just say like we all sort of agree that there's certain things we need to establish so that we can trust this income, we can trust our work environment, and we can trust that we're going to be treated fairly, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, share that information. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people will do this kind of work, especially newer teachers, like, they'll, they'll, they'll be willing to deal with almost anything to get work. And, um, and then that gives organizers that sort of feeling that, you know, we're all willing to just do whatever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I agree. The idea that the the 
of the association, what I understand, is beautiful. It, it's, even though that they have like 20 members, all of us we know about that in some moment or no, we participated or no. Something that I noticing is that talking with many of the of my colleagues and people that I know, they are in the same uh, idea to uh, to to unify us in to help each other and. They were uh, Ines and other people that started this. This idea were the first one, one year ago, two years ago, Ines, that you started this. And it's a really this is this. It was three years yeah. ago already. Yeah, already. it's amazing. Visionaries, wow. mm -hmm. visionaries, ladies, as you can as you can see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing! It's a lot of work. And yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's super nice to do it. It's very important, yeah. Mm. Very important. So, cool. fourth question, Adam. Fourth question. <laughs> do you want me to ask, or is it your turn? Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Kinda... All right. You don't ever know what's going on. See what I've done. I never know. <laughs> I never know. Now I'm lying down. See, you, you both understand because you both work with women. It's really hard. <laughs> Thank you, Chico. Oh. I didn't say it. I am out of here. Participated on the feminist movement. <laughs> Marcelo so, left the conversation. Okay. <laughs> Marcelo quit. I'm out. Marcella. I'm out. So we have a, a saying in Turkey where the dry. Uh, the wet will burn with the dry. So Marcella was like, oh, I'm going to get caught in this fire. I got to go. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Um, my question to you guys is that for my experience, I uh, let me first ask you, since how long have you been dancing? Like, or have you been a dancer? For how many years? Professional dancer, you mean? Yeah. Or just but in maybe general? Maybe you also just dancer. Like, when did you start dancing? For I you? started. I started 19 years ago, and mm -hmm. uh, to learn, no. And as a professional, uh, uh, 11, 11 years working with tango. And this was all tango, or you had other dance background before tango? No, 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 only tango. Only tango. You, Gabby? Um, I started uh, learning tango regularly, like about 11 years ago, and mm -hmm. working professionally about six or seven, something like this. Okay. So you both been dancing, and do do you have another dance background, or it's just been tango for you two? Of I've course, tell them, Gabby. Gabby, of dance, whatever. Just dance. Uh, I love your whatever. background. <laughs> yeah, I love to dance I since I was a kid, <laughs> but I I didn't do anything professional apart from tango. Only tango professionally, but. Since I was a kid, I was dancing like jazz dance and then Brazilian music, like a style that's called Ache that was really popular in the 90s. Yeah. 
Uh, now when I go to Brazil, everybody makes fun of me for having done that, but everybody did. So, um, I, I danced salsa socially too. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So, here's the question. Except for so ballet. Like, I don't like ballet. I've done ballet for like a year when I was six or seven, I think. Uh, it's like a, such a typical thing when you're growing up in Turkey. Yeah, it is. The girls will be sent for... So, I don't know if it is in Argentina, but like it wasn't necessarily... It didn't feel like a choice. It was just something you did. It. It. Uh, I think it's kind of... Something, sorry, I didn't, sorry, I interrupted, I think the connection is not working great. No, it's okay. No, it's okay, okay I don't think you interrupted. Yeah. So my question was okay. going to be like... I think in Argentina it's also... Okay, you're back. Ah. No, I was saying that it's also yeah. common to go and do classical dance. Yeah, yeah. It's like playing the flute and all of that. Like there are certain things like pretty much it's part of growing up uh, in Turkey. But what I was wondering is like through the, your journey of learning to dance, uh, do you remember a particular moment with tango that you learned something about yourself and through tango you you grew with it. Does that make sense? I don't know if my question is clear. Or yeah, that yeah, it, tango, it revealed something about your personality or where you were with certain things and that like maybe that changed you or maybe you understand mm. something about yourself. Better. It happened to me that in some moment I realized that I was uh, dancing as a follower, like a very good follower, very, um, I don't know the word in English, like um, obediente. Obeying. I don't know. Obeying. Or obedient. Obeying. Like obedient. Obedient. Yeah. Obedient. Obedient. Yeah. Yeah. obedient. And I... I started to go to the and and I I was already working with tango and I was uh, I was feeling comfortable with the, with my dance but I I had the feeling that I had something missing there like I I had to grow in some direction and I didn't know which direction it was mm -hmm. so it happened to me in the opposite way like I started to make like therapy like to go to the mm. To make therapy, it's okay. Yeah, to go to a uh, um, psychologist, maybe. Yes. Yeah. And um, I realized that I did the same on my life. Like I was only following mm. <laughs> someone or something that I was mm -hmm. not like really creating mm. or choosing to do something. Mm -hmm. So I started to change that in my life, and that immediately change, start to change something on my dance. Yeah. But, and it was like kind of revealing because I had the feeling that I, 
I I become like an adult, but dancing, and not mm-hmm. only in the real life, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. the normal life. So it was a very nice feeling in that moment. But I I don't know which one happened first, if I'm, if in my normal life or if in my tango life, but yeah. it happened at the same time. So it was yeah. kind of a big transformation for for myself. It's amazing how hand in hand it goes. Like it's hard yeah. to make that separation. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I remember the the first time that I uh, that I worked with with Ines. I don't remember. Remember in, in Berlin the festival in 2010. I remember more or less. Uh, yes. Ines. Yes, yes, yes. 2011, I think. Yeah, okay. 11. Yeah. And she was with the glasses, super cute, super happy, and and uh, but. At the same time, like Ines was going and saying now, uh, you can see that this is a woman coming. But now, when you see her, when she you see her dancing, you see the difference. How uh, adult she is now! It's beautiful to see that uh, evolution and change. It's amazing, beautiful. Finally, I become an adult. <laughs> good, good for you. I'm still I working. I'm still working. Oh, <laughs> hey guys, it's Thank not you, always guys. a good thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're right. Let's go back. Let's go back. No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful I met, story. I met some. I met a. I think I forget if it was a man or a woman who told me this story, but a long time ago, somebody told me that through tango. They learned that they needed to get a divorce from their significant other because they realized that nobody in the relationship was leading it anywhere. Huh. Wow. <laughs> and I don't know, like, if that person was just bonkers and that was just like their weird, you know, like, <laughs> or maybe, I mean, you know, who knows? But I just thought it was like, wow, some people take this tango thing really far. <laughs> or, or, or it's, uh, or actually, it, it does have, you know, a lot of deep psychological things to learn i i I know i've learned a lot about myself through it as well but i think i just remember that one really stuck with me because i was like there's a lot of other reasons you could get divorced (laughs) (laughs) that was a good excuse well that was there was probably a lot of reasons adam it just was a revealing moment probably yeah i think tango has a lot of those a lot of those revealing moments uh, for us during our tango journeys, right? But I think that uh-huh. if I have to think of one thing is that after dancing, I was already dancing salsa when I got into tango. But when I got there, I just kind of felt that, you know, that like that deep, subtle connection that you have, that you can have or share with someone that that's so intimate and that's so important inside a couple and not outside was that, for me, it was like um, dance life changer in a way, because like before I could dance something on my own and I would enjoy it and I, I can do it and I will enjoy it now. But it feels so much more tasteful when I share it with someone. And with tango, it's completely different than with any other dance. So I think that that, that level of 
awareness that you can get of your own self through being there present with someone else. It's like what, I don't know, Tango made me value, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's beautiful. It, yeah, I mean, I think that communication level... I don't know. I always feel like it's like you have the antenna on. You know how in the old cars you used to have to pull the antenna out of the. I don't know. Did you guys exactly? Yeah, and sometimes when you just frequency. Exactly, or when you just think of something, and then the other person, even maybe not even actually during the dance, but sometimes even teaching with Ina, this happened to us like. She said something or I said something and we would go like, I was just thinking about that, you know? It was like that that kind of being on the same, like in the same place at the same time. I don't know how to put it yeah. in words. Yeah. Like the yeah. antenna that you're saying. Yes, yeah, I actually, it's, it's so happening. Awesome. It, it started happening to me. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to teach online lessons to Cody, with Cody. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, it, it starts to happen to us that we we are watching the students while they are doing an exercise, and we are uh, starting to think about some direction that we want to tell. Um, well, we are always like trying to organize uh, when we one talk and the other talk. Well, um, uh, in the end of the lesson, we have a small meeting between us. And we are always like uh, uh, talking about the same thing. Like we are all the time uh, thinking about the thing that the other person is telling to the student, but we are we are not in the same room. Either. Like, and we are feeling we are having the same feeling about the person. Uh -huh. Like we are watching, or we are having the same feeling, or we are seeing the same thing, or we are I don't know sharing the same emotions in some way. But, we are far away, like yeah, very far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of tango is kind of connecting us, even with this weird situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And something that uh, coming back with one of the things that Adam was saying, in my case, now that after in my age, after learning and and working with amazing. Uh, dancers too. I noticed something that me as a man, uh, I need to learn and re the nice thing to work with a uh, opposite sex is to learn to listen. It took me many years to understand this concept of listening, something that Ines and Gabby was saying, that this communication is improved when, when somebody listens. And, and something that uh, for a man, and I'm talking to everybody who's listening here, is Tango has other really nice advantages. As a man, it's nice to work with a lady so you can learn to just listen. Yeah. And that is important, super important. And, and thank you, Ines. When we work together, you helped me to, to think some stuff and, and, and listening. And this is something I want to share. I'm talking about learning. Thank you, Marta. I was uh, like, uh, I don't know when it was, 
that I realized that like as a leader, you're always listening as well. You're not just suggesting, I mean, like a real dialogue, right? And right. that tends to be missing for so long because the leaders are under so much pressure of suggesting all the time or trying to figure out a clear way to suggest what they're thinking about and all of that. And the most important part about it sometimes gets lost, which is listening to how the other person is responding, because through that, you get to learn way faster. Yeah, that and combined with what going through. With what Ina was saying about not only following, you know, and being there, being yourself and bringing yourself to the dance, I think that, that that's also part of what has been missing. And I think that in the last yeah. years, um, there's a big group, at least of us, that are going into that direction of really listening to each other and really bringing each other to the dance, which makes it mm -hmm. just way better and more real. Yeah. yeah. For us, we were lucky, like we were introduced to the idea with with Brigitta, like when we were Tango Babies, Brigitta Winkler, do you guys know her from Germany? Um, no. She's a super playful dancer and she's a brilliant teacher and she will, in all of her classes, bring this aspect of the follower playing and bringing their personality into the dance and like suggesting things as well and like creating a very interactive communication. Um, and when we would come to Buenos Aires and take classes, we would, like I would as a follower, would be curious. And it wasn't as much common, like you said, Gabby. Hmm. Hmm. Um, a follow or like, yeah. I feel it's at a different level now of adding that. Like, I'm not saying the followers didn't dance interactively, but I think there's a different level of interaction going on now. That's um, Well, it's being promoted more in, in the way people teach now more. That's for sure. Yeah, even more yeah. conscious, maybe, yeah. because even yeah, all the Omeras used to have it, but they, they were just, yeah. many of them Absolutely. were just saying, oh, I don't know, I don't do anything, but I just follow him. And it, it wasn't really technically true. Like, right. yeah, exactly. Well, okay. That's what I mean. Like it wasn't talked about or transferred. And Gabby, the last time you were in New York and we were working together briefly, we had, a, I think we met before class because we were just talking about what we wanted to teach. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, you mentioned how like you and a lot of teachers nowadays in Buenos Aires are, are really developing classes based on the followers role and the followers interactive role, I should say. And I was telling you how like Chico and I are doing that as well, and I and I think we just we're really, we were both sort of like happy that that's sort of coming more common in, in the way people are teaching around the world. Yes, Definitely, also, I remember that. We are more when well, at least when I learned to to dance, um, uh, teachers were mainly uh, men, and they were mainly uh, teaching men. So we were like just a, a company, no? The, that situation. Mm -hmm. So the, the lesson was not built for both, was built for one um, and, and partner, no? 
Yeah. And now yeah. it's kind of different, or it's built from for both, or uh, or many times it happened to Gabi and I, and I that <laughs> we are more thinking about the maybe the the follower side and. And some moment they say, oh, okay, what the leader should do on this occasion? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we start in the opposite way. <laughs> well, I think we can all remember a time when female teachers teaching alone weren't really a common thing, you know? Yeah. And now I think it's great yeah. that it's becoming much more common that a female, even a single female can travel the world and teach workshops in different cities yeah. and I think even 10 years ago that was very uncommon yeah yes yeah. and there's yeah. a lot more females working with each other in Argentina especially which is so inspiring to see like you guys and mm -hmm. that's been going on for a while and that's really awesome and it really puts the men in their place when they see like a female leader wipe the floor with what they're, the guy watching is like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watch uh, I some women leading, you know, now. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> Sorry? I should, uh, I should start study again. <laughs> you can say, as leader. <laughs> what, that, that is something, me as a, as a leader, is something that I enjoy a lot in Buenos Aires. Uh, dancing with Gabby for a long time without dancing with Ines but when we were practicing I remember that power from her and when I go now dancing I can feel that difference and it's so much fun so much fun now it's, mm -hmm. it's not so much boring like everybody it's all, all of me as a leader no there is a dialogue and this is beautiful thank you ladies thank you for changing this <laughs> I, I have to Thank say that Lisa nowadays, <laughs> right? Yeah, because there there are still some some guys that don't really appreciate it. It's true. We're still going through like I think uh, a, a changing period. How do you say it? Well, uh, um, an like evolution. I guess I don't know. Adapting. Yeah, adapting. But I I was oh, yeah. thinking about uh, what Adam was saying. It's true that nowadays here in Buenos Aires, there are a few leader women that I just dance with them in the milonga and I just tell them, Ine is one of them. I just tell them, now I can leave the milonga. It's like, this is going to be the best, the best panda in the night. Yeah, so <laughs> and that's good. Yeah, that is good. Absolutely. I love this. Oh, I mean uh, as, a, as a dancer, something that, uh, uh, as a professional, if you see now what's happening in, in, in the internet as a teachers, you will see that, like, I can totally be sure that it's around 70% of the dance lessons that they're offering online is for females. There is not many guys doing that. So as you, there you can see how they are adapting to how they, they are more active. And also, it, as we have all know for many years as teachers and students, 80% of the students that come to these classes are females anyway. <laughs> so, at least in the U.S., I don't know. Thank you. So, Thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you guys. 
Well, I think we're. I think we filled our quota of questions. Yes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we survived. You survived. Uh, yes, you survived this. <laughs> Now, I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a question for I remember that. Now that I need to confess, Ines. Chan, Chan. I was drinking wine, sorry. <laughs> because she said, uh, we were, when we were, this is a story, true story, guys, everybody who's listening. I was I was taking lessons uh, of ballet for four years. I was doing the news and stuff. It cost me like I don't know. I'm still not doing well, but I remember we were practicing. Remember that one that I showed her something. Oh, it would be nice to do something like that. And then she did it at once. And I asked her, "Do you know how to do ballet dance? The, how to dance ballet?" And she said, "No." That <laughs> true or not? Did you dance ballet before? Yeah, yes yeah. or no? No, 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 never. Only for six months. Hate you. I hate you. I hate you with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Five, five minutes ago, you, you were loving me. <laughs> <laughs> That's was, so similar to me, Marcelo. I don't remember. We were, we were doing, we were practicing, and I did, okay, we'll be something like that. Boom. And then, ah, something like this, boom. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All amazing dancers on this line right now, guys. All three of you are inspiring, and we're honored to have well, yeah, had you with us tonight. Yes, we appreciate you taking the time, and it'll be great to see everyone again soon. We're going to have, like, the craziest next... Like, once this is over, I was telling, saying this earlier... We're just going to have like the craziest milongas and parties for the next few years, I think, to catch up. That's Please. Be, we, we will need that's them. Going to be, <laughs> I, I know. Sismica is going to happen. Yes. We, we need it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably it will be the, the first milonga <laughs> for us. <laughs> so we're going right, to say guys. good night now. Everyone, thank you for joining thank us, you. Inez and Gabby. So great! Thank you guys for more. inviting us. This was so, yeah, so sweet. Sweet. And I was so scared, and it was so nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were nice thank to you. you. Yeah, thank you. thanks. <laughs> Pleasure. And thanks for keeping building the community and being there in these tough times. Yeah, thank well, you. It's, yes, it's, thank it's, you, Chico. Yeah. Adam, I don't know, but Chico, yes, is doing a very good job. <laughs> I am doing amazing. Oh, oh. Yeah, Adam has all the controls, Marcelo. I want to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you shouldn't hang up, so we send you. <laughs> okay, you, I'm just waiting for the. <laughs> Okay, yeah, see ya. For we, you in the future, we Marcella. owe that to Ben Johnson <laughs> oh. once again. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> I own Thank him uh, dance, I think. 
You owe him thirteen you owe him a lot of dances. Yeah, thirteen yes. to <laughs> Thirteen hours of tandas. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, guys. guys. Take thank care. Thank you. Bye. Take care. You thank too. you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye. 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 All right, that was Chico. The most like it felt like hanging up a phone. That was very cute. Bye-bye, <laughs> no, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like it's very cute. So, yeah, Chico. Adam. Yeah? I'm going to play your song you requested. Okay, thank you. You want to explain the song? Well... Just a brief explanation is that I've been listening to this song a lot and because of everything that's going around all around the country. And so I wanted to end the show with this and hope we will get over all this difficulty that's going around and that there will yes. be more equality and more fairness in the future. Mm-hmm. So in support and in solidarity with the protesters, Black Lives Matters movement, and hopefully a more just and humane world in general, we're yes. going to sign off with this beautiful song by Nina Simone. And uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. And we hope to see you or hear you join us next week. All, All right. right. Chico? Yes. Yes. Go for it, Adam. Yes. All right. Hold on. I got to set up. My microphone. Okay. Properly. There we go.
find that I could find I'd soar to the sun and look down at the sea then I'd sing cause I know how it feels to be free then I'd sing cause I know I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart. I wish I could break all the things that bind us apart. Wish you could know what it means to be me. Jonathan Livingston Seagull ain't got nothing on me. 